kindly take your seats. I share a special bond with this church. And um, Rev D is like an angel to me. Rev D knows what I'm talking about. <laughs> um, way back in those days. And anytime I come here, I talk about it because I think that it made a great impression on my life. Rev D, God bless you. God richly bless you. You know, this was my hideout for prayer. I used to work in the cantonments area, number 10 Kakramadu Street. But this was my hideout for prayer. So anytime I have some free time, I'll just rush into this auditorium and pray. Just lie down on the floor and wait on God. Apparently, Rev D, I think his office is up there somewhere. He had noticed me. So one of the days he came, he says, no, come and let's go into the, the room over there. In fact, that's an angelic room. He took me there with all the gold trimmings. With the, hey, Charlie, it's a powerful place. Very, very powerful place. He took me there and I had a wonderful time in the presence of God. And since that time, it's always a blessing coming here. Hallelujah. It's always a blessing. I have family in this church. Mrs. Adumako is my auntie-in-law, Hanamubwa. <laughs> and then, um, as for Reverend Ansa, when I grew up, then I realized that he was the mate of my senior brother. You know, so the connections are there. Hallelujah. But tonight, we came to see the Master Jesus. We came here because of him. And it's my prayer that we will have a good interaction with Jesus. Worship is all about a relationship. When you don't have a relationship, you won't go anywhere. But I pray that tonight our relationship will deepen and we will have a great encounter. Let's close our eyes and pray. Father, we thank you for tonight. I pray that, Lord, you will take the stage and you have your way. I'm just a vessel and nothing more. But when you're done, please take the glory. And I'm satisfied just to see you glorified. In Jesus' name, I pray. Amen. Hallelujah. The tabernacle of David. You can never talk about the tabernacle of David without talking about the ark of God. In fact, it, it was David who gave the real meaning of what the ark of God was supposed to be used for. In times past, what they used to do was that they, they used to consult the ark when there was trouble. So you'll see in First Samuel that when the Philistines fought with the Israelites, and they were about being defeated. That was when they remembered that there was something called the Ark of God. So then they would go for the Ark of God and then they would bring it into the war front. 
The first time that they brought the ark to the war front, the ark was captured. Why am I talking about the ark of God? The ark of God signifies the presence of God. Saul also became king and Saul's attitude was the same. Saul's attitude was consult the ark when you need help in times of trouble. We are talking about consulting the presence of God. But David had a different attitude. The tabernacle of David was a different one. David was somebody who always wanted to go the extra mile to get the, the presence of God. He wanted to go the extra mile to access the presence of God. And that is what I'm about to talk about tonight. Accessing the presence of God. David was not satisfied with just having an acquaintance or, I mean, being acquainted with the ark. No, 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 no. He wanted to go far more to the point that it, it even cost him lives. But David still said that, I will go ahead and ensure that the presence of God is right with us. Accessing the presence of God. David wanted to have the presence of God at all costs. David wanted a deeper interaction with the Lord. Not just being an acquaintance. Not just being a high, high kind of friend. But he wanted to go deeper and deeper with the Lord. So he says that my soul follows hard after thee. Early in the morning will I rise up and seek thee. You know, when your soul is following hard, it means that you, you know no stopping until you, you, you have gotten hold of that which you are looking for. It follows hard after thee. David says that I know no stopping until I have accessed the presence of the living God. But Saul says that let me consult the ark. Let me consult the presence when I need it. Sometimes as believers, that is how our attitude is. We only remember that we need the presence of God when there is trouble. But David said that no. It is a new thing that we are talking about. The tabernacle of David was seeking the presence of God. If you go back into history, you will realize that the tabernacle of David came about as a result of the ark being captured and it being moved from one place to the other, ending up in Abinadab's place, Eliezer being consecrated to take care of the ark. The ark stayed with them for 20 years. Nothing happened. After 20 years, Saul ruled for 40 years, 60 years. We did not hear any action about the ark. But when David decided to go for the ark, I'm talking about the presence of God. Somebody say, go for the presence of God. David decided to go for the presence of God. Go for the ark. When he went for the ark, the Bible says that because they did not follow certain spiritual protocols, somebody died. And so the ark was moved into the house of Obedidom. Now there are two things that we see here. The ark went into the house of Obedidom, but the Bible says in three months, the whole life of Obedidom changed. His household changed. Everything around Obedidom changed. Why? Because the Lord revealed certain things to me and I got to realize that Eliezer, when he was consecrated to minister 
onto the ark. He saw it just as a duty. But Obedidon did not see it as a duty. He saw it as a privilege to have the presence of God. So every morning when he wakes up, he goes to check, is everything alright? In, in the afternoon, he goes back, he sees that no, this has to be put right. In the evening, he had reverence. He had reverence unto the ark of God. So he was blessed by the presence of the ark. But for Elijah, he took it just as a duty. He was consecrated and so he thought that he, he was in the priestly mode so he can just do what is expected. But for David, for the ark of David, it was a different matter. Even when somebody died, David said, I am not stopping. I want the presence of the living God. The presence is what makes the difference. The presence is what makes the difference. So if you look in the Old Testament, you will realize that the ark, there are seven things that always go into the tabernacle. Five of them were kept in the high places. But the tabernacle of David had the ark of God and the other things. Two of them were in the ark of David. And that one signifies the presence of God. David said he will not rest until he has the presence of God with him. He wanted to have a greater relationship with the presence of God. That is what you and I need. Hallelujah. The blessing of God only comes when you interact with it. But when you are just an acquaintance, you don't get blessed. And David will show us that. When he had that encounter with the ark all the time, a blessing always rested upon him. Hallelujah. I pray that tonight, we will also have an encounter with the ark. Hallelujah. And we are in the ark temple. Hallelujah. Amen. I'll just read this verse, um, these verses of scripture. Speak briefly about it and then we will practice accessing the presence of the living God. Hallelujah. Say, access the presence of the living God. When you access the presence of the living God, things change about you. There are those who would just want to come close to the ark. Come close to the presence and not access it. But Bible says that, at the, at the right hand of God there are pleasures forevermore so when you come into the presence of God the Bible says that in the presence of God there's what? fullness of joy but at his right hand there are pleasures forevermore you can come into the presence of God but that is not enough coming into the presence of God is not enough there are pleasures at his right hand so you have to progress from the presence of God to get to the right hand of the living God that is where we are supposed to take because he says, at his right hand, there are pleasures forevermore. Everybody can come into the presence. Everybody can come into the presence. But accessing the benefits of the presence is traveling some more to the right hand. What did the Lord tell Jesus Christ? He said, sit at my right hand and I'll make all your enemies your footstool. Don't you want to have that? Where all your enemies become your footstool because you are accessing the presence of the living God. I pray that tonight somebody will access the presence of the living God. John chapter 4, verse 20. Our fathers worshipped in this mountain. 
And ye say that in Jerusalem is the place where men ought to worship. The argument was that worship was location specific. That was what she was talking about. But Jesus saith unto her, Woman, believe me, the hour cometh when ye shall neither in this mountain nor yet at Jerusalem worship the Father. Jesus changes the narrative and he's saying that now worshiping God and accessing the presence of God is not going to be location specific. It is not going to be denomination specific. It is not going to be a place specific. But you can access the presence of God wherever you are. You can be in your room. You can access the presence of the living God. You can be in church. You access the presence of the living God. You can be in the store. You access the presence of the living God. You can be in your car, you access the presence of the living God. I remember when I was traveling from Houston to Jersey, in the plane, I was arrested by the Holy Ghost for two hours. I couldn't do anything, but I was just weeping. And the Lord was telling me that even in the plane, I am here with you. You can access the presence. On the plane, I wrote a song. Because the presence of the Lord was just with me. I was I'm sure the person who was sitting next to me didn't understand. Maybe he thought I was sick. But it wasn't that. But there was a certain strong presence. I just couldn't handle it. The presence of God is not location specific. Jesus introduces another thing. He says that, Ye worship ye know not what. Knowing signifies a relationship. So Jesus is now telling her that, Look, Accessing the presence of God is relationship specific. It is not location specific, but it is relationship specific. It says, ye worship, ye know not what. So you don't know the one that you are worshipping. But when you know, when you have knowledge, when you have understanding... Your worship becomes sweeter because it is with understanding. Hallelujah. He says, Ye worship, ye know not what. We worship, we know what we worship, for salvation is of the Jews. But the hour cometh, say the hour cometh. And now is when the true worshippers shall worship the Father in spirit and in truth. So they are false worshippers. Tonight we are talking about pure worship. It means that there is some worship that is unpure. Hallelujah. There is some pure worship. Tell somebody pure worship. There is true worship. The Bible says that the true worshipers, they will worship the Father in spirit and in truth. And what does that mean? Does the spirit feel? Does your spirit have feelings? Yes or no, true, correct. Both of them. The spirit does not feel. He says that he's looking for those who worship him in spirit and in truth. Spirit because the spirit doesn't feel. So it is not, I don't feel like worshiping. I don't feel like raising my hands. That what Jesus is saying. You are worshiping him in spirit. and Because the spirit does not feel. The spirit has no headache. The spirit has no stomach ache. So the spirit overrides everything that is of the flesh. When, it, when you come to worshipping God, the spirit must take control. And truth 
The truth is about the revelation that you find in the word of God. Worshipping God must be based on a certain revelation, a certain knowing that you have with the Lord. Without a revelation, it becomes very difficult to worship the Lord. Let me give an example. When we say lift up your hands and you feel tired and you can't lift up your hands or you are refusing to lift up your hands, when you understand that when the hands of Moses were up, the Philistines were being defeated. Whenever his hands were up, the enemies of Israel were being defeated. Whenever his hands came down, Israel was being defeated. When you understand that, when you have that revelation, no one will force you to raise your hands. Because you have a certain revelation that when your hands are up, you are in a victory mode. Hallelujah. Bible says that, shout unto God with the voice of triumph. And you say, ah, and Rev D, why is he making a lot of noise like that? Why should we shout? Shout! Bible says that with the shout, the walls of Jericho came down. So when you have that revelation, that revelation of the truth, that when you shout, some walls are coming down, no one will force you to shout. Are you getting me? Because your, your actions are based on a certain truth that has its foundation in the word of God. When we say lie down prostrate, you will understand that the only means by which the woman with the issue of blood was able to touch the hem of Jesus' garment was by lying down and stretching her hand and touching. And when she did that, Bible says that she was totally healed. There is some healing that you can access by stretching forth your hand and lying down prostrate. It is based on your revelation. When you don't have the revelation about the things that you do in worship, it becomes very difficult. A dance is a very powerful thing. So dance in the house of God and you think that, no, yeah, how do do? Bible says that Herod, is it Herodias' daughter? She danced to the point that the king said that, ask what I would, what I should do for you. And Herod told him that, to the half of my kingdom, I will give, even if an earthly king can say, I will give you to the half of my kingdom because you danced, how much more our God? So what is the truth? What is the revelation that you have? Paul said, that I may know him and the power of his resurrection. He says, the fellowship of his suffering. So Paul wasn't just satisfied in just knowing the Lord at, I mean, at a certain level. There are levels in knowing the Lord. I pray that you will travel and get that levels in the word of God. Get that levels of knowing the Lord. Progress to know the Lord better. Because the more you worship the Lord, you access the presence. The more you don't worship the Lord, you don't access the presence. Now, when the presence of God is with you, you are a walking dynamite. When you access the presence of God, you are a walking dynamite. Bible says that when the ark was captured and it was taken by the Philistines to the house of Dagon. The following morning when they came, Dagon himself had broken down and was lying face downwards. When 
you when when the presence of God is with you, when you have accessed the presence of God, it doesn't matter where they place you. It doesn't matter the um, the demonic powers that they place you under. They will bow by the morning. They may force and push you there, but by the morning they will confess that Jesus Christ is Lord. Bible makes us understand that. And when they did that, they said, "Oh no, it is not enough." So they, I mean, it was the coincidence. So they put him up. They put their God they gone up again. When they put it up again, Bible says that the following morning when they came, their hands and their feet were all cut, and he was lying on the, and their God was lying flat. No matter how they try, because the presence of God is with you, God will speak. Therefore, we need to learn to access that presence. When you access that presence, you are walking dynamite. They thought that that was not enough. Okay. They should just parade the ark of God in one of the towns. In, um, they took it to three towns. And all the three towns, the Lord visited them. And the Lord visited them beautifully. The Lord visited them. So, they may move you from one department to another, thinking that they are frustrating you. But the part, what I came to tell you is that, because you carry the presence of the living God, it doesn't matter what they, where they place you, because the presence of God will fight for you. So, when we come into church, and we are worshipping I'm not segregating worship as just during the praise and worship time. The whole service is a worship unto the Lord. When we come and we are worshiping, you have to make up your mind that, Lord, I need another presence. I need another level of glory. I need another level of power. As I access, it shall be possible for me. As I access, the power of God will increase for me. In the morning when they wake up, whatever they think they are doing, the Lord would have taken care of it. The Bible says that they shall gather together, not of me, it shall not stand. Why? Because you have accessed the presence of the living God. I pray that tonight we will all desire to access the presence of the living God. One of the ways to access the presence of the living God is through praise and worship. It is one of the ways. And it is a very, very, very powerful and potent tool. I pray that as you lift your hands, as you lift your hands, you will know that you are in the presence of the living God. As you lift your hands, you will know that the Lord is winning some victories for you. As you lift up your voice and you shout, you know that some walls of Jericho are falling down for you. As you lift up your hands and you say, Jesus, you are Lord and you are confessing, based on the certain truth, the Lord will fight for you. I pray that tonight God will fight for you. I pray that tonight God will fight for you. Are you ready for the Lord to fight for you? Oh, listen, the presence of God is strong. The presence of God is supernatural. The presence of God is able to deliver us. The presence of God is able to turn things around. I pray that as you access the presence of God and you become a moving dynamite, you will be the one who will cause a chain reaction in other people's lives. Hallelujah. Bible says that Paul and Silas, Bible says they had been beaten and they were in prison. Bible says at midnight, Paul and Silas, when they had prayed and they had praised, Bible says that and suddenly as you are praising and you are worshiping, 
worshiping God, there is a sudden anointing that is coming. Whatever the situation is, there is a sudden anointing and a sudden breakthrough that is coming. Bible says, suddenly God entered the situation. Bible says, and God inhabits the praises of His people. As you are praising Him in that situation that looks very difficult. Bible says, God is inhabiting that situation. And that situation cannot contain God. That situation cannot overcome God. That situation is not bigger than God. For your God is bigger. That situation cannot stand. Because Bible says God inhabits the praises of his people. So look at this God. Inhabiting your small problem. The small problem will have to break up. And suddenly. And suddenly. There was an earthquake. And Bible says that the whole prison was shaken. Some of us are in some prison doors. We are in some prisons of our life. And Bible says that as we worship and we praise God, God will enter that situation and there will be an earthquake and there will be a shaking of that problem. There will be a shaking of that trouble. There will be a shaking of that manifestation. There will be a shaking. The part I like it's the chain reaction that goes with it. Bible says that when Paul and Silas were singing and praising God, the other prisoners were listening. There are some who are listening and they are watching you and they are looking at your situation. They are looking at what you would do in that situation. They were looking on and they were thinking about what Paul and Silas were doing. They said what you are doing is madness. But Paul and Silas decided to continue. They continued in praising God. They continued in worshipping God. And when that breakthrough happened, Bible says all of them, their chains fell off. Somebody's miracle is linked to you continuing to praise God. Somebody's miracle, somebody's chains are going to fall off because you have decided to continue to praise and to worship God. Bible says that all of them, their shackles fell off. If Paul and Silas had withheld their praise, had withheld their worship, the shackles of the other people wouldn't have been broken. Somebody, your mother's miracle is linked to you praising God today. Somebody, your father's miracle is linked to you praising God today. There is a chain reaction that you are setting in motion as you lift up your voice and you worship God. If you can, just be on your feet with me and just begin to magnify the name of the living God. Based upon this truth, based upon this truth that you've realized and you have, you've come to know... As you worship God, tell God, Lord, I want to access your presence. I want to access your presence. For accessing the presence is so important. Accessing the presence is paramount. Accessing the presence is more than you can ever think of. Accessing the presence makes you a walking dynamite. You may be in your workplace. You may be in the marketplace. You may be wherever you find yourself. As you access the presence of God, there is a dynamic force. You generate an atmosphere that takes care of any other atmosphere and environment that you find yourself in. You change the situations. Ah, Jesus. Jesus. If you want the presence of God, just lift your hands. Say, Lord, Lord, tonight I want your presence. Tonight I want your presence. Tonight I want to access the presence. I want to access that dynamic force in your presence. 
I want to access that sweet force in your presence. Ah, Jesus, lift up your voice. Oh Lord, we want to access your presence. Yeah. Oh, yes, yeah, somebody speak unto the Lord. Oh, tell him about your heart. Tell him about your heart. Fall in love with the Lord. Matchless love and beauty, endless word. Yes, Lord, nothing in this world will satisfy, satisfy, satisfy. Jesus, you're the cup that won't run dry. Sing it and ask him again, say, who is like you, Lord? Say matchless love, matchless love, and beauty, endless word. Oh, nothing in this world will satisfy, satisfy, satisfy. Oh, Jesus, you're the cup that won't run dry. Oh, we say your presence oh it's heaven to me oh your
somebody you want to access some victory can you just lift your hands up oh Jesus your presence is heaven to me
I want to hear you lift your voice. I want to hear you sing. There is power in your name. There is power in your name. Access that power tonight. Miracles happen. Miracles happen in your name. As we live, as we live, as we live. I'm the biggest, you are stronger. See, greater, you are big, stronger. Is he higher? 
Break it down. Hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it, hold it. Listen, I got this revelation one day when we were worshiping. I did a bit of science. And you know, we have something we call centripetal force. And we have something called centrifugal force. You know, because I was singing this song and I was struggling. I said, at the center of it all, it's you that I see. So Lord, in the bad situations, do I see you? Is it, is it, is it really true? What kind of revelation is that? Then the Lord showed me, he says, centripetal force, kind of force, that pulls everything to the center. So, God is your centripetal force when he's pulling all the blessings to you at the center. So at the center of it all, you can... He says that he is centrifugal force, which pushes everything out. So when the enemy is inundating you with problems, uh, and you find yourself in a difficult situation, he's pushing away all the problems. At the center, you can see him. So when I got the revelation... I can sing the song well. Because whether I am in a tough corner, I know that as I access the presence of God, God will start pushing all the things out. He will start pushing all my problems out. Miracles happen in your name. We say miracles, miracles happen in your name. As we lift the voice. As we lift It's you It's you that I see It's you There is power There is power There is power As we
Even though I can see it, He's working. Even though I can feel it, He's working. He never stops. He never stops working. He never stops. He never stops working. Even though I can see it, He's working. Even though I can feel it, He's working. He never stops. He never stops working. He never stops. Say, even though. I can feel it. Hey, he never stops. He never stops. Oh, hey, even though, even though, hey, he never stops. Yeah, yeah. You are here. I worship you. Lift your voice. Lift your voice. Sing to the Lord. Hey, you are here. Turning lights. We command healing tonight. I worship you. Yeah. Who is here to you tonight? Say. Miracle worker, promise keeper. Sing it till you believe it. Who is here to you tonight? Till you leave it in your heart, say, Way make miracle work, promise keeper, light in the darkness, my God, that is who you are. Say to yourself and say, That is who you are to me. That is who you are. Believe it tonight. That is who you are. That is who you are. Hey, that is who you are. That is who you are. Hey, that is who you are. That is who you are. You are my healer. Lord, be somebody's healer tonight. That is who you are. Be somebody's provider tonight. Lord, supply every single need. That is who you are. Oh, the healer, the restorer, the provider. Hey, my God. That is who you are. Onisha Iyanu, you are the God of awesome wonders. I've tasted of your power. 
situations are rising. I say you reign on high. Say. We will rise. In your name. we sing this song some things are going to change in your life dead situations are going to come to life cripples are going to walk the deaf are going to hear the blind are going to see miracles are going to happen rain Jesus rain Jesus, yes, right. Oh, 
Jesus Mitzrael. Last one, last one, last one. What to me What my time for any? Or they go crumb, crumb. Hey, for me, tribu. Oh, you know, me crew. I am a busto. Hey, yeah, yeah. Oh, I'm pare, I'm pare, Adi Awaye, Esu me buki, me kwan kobiya, me kwari abo. Oh, oh, mess na yeho. Yase wotu me po, wamata fu eni. Oh, what they go crumb, crumb for me dream on your name. Just for 10 seconds, just lift your hands. I see the Lord touching you. I see the Lord touching you tonight. Praise the Lord. We have tomorrow too, so let's end it here. Otherwise, we'll not end now. So we'll just take, I take the offering. All right. So, um, all right.